You're listening to the Pajama Pack Podcast. I'm your host, Alexis Romerl. I'm so excited for you to be here and learn with me today. Grab a notebook and a pen, and let's get down to business. Hey everyone, welcome back. Happy Sunday. I hope that everyone is finding a little bit of normalcy in this whole quarantine mess right now. Um, I am stuck with my nose in my computer every day, and it's kind of becoming a problem. We're having to separate me and my computer a lot. But for right now, I'm sitting in my living room um, connecting with all of you and I'm so excited to be back here today. A few things before we get started with our guest, Victoria Gersh. Um, I do want to say that I have a free course that is out right now. It's called Shake Off ATS Stress. It was something that I felt really called to do for all of the people who are searching for jobs through this whole coronavirus mess. You can find it at my website, alexisromerl.com, or on my Instagram at alexisromerl. Both of the links are there. It's completely free, no catch, and it's basically just my tips and tricks for how to make your resume pass through applicant tracking systems and get into the hands of your hiring managers. Speaking of a quarantine mess, our guest today, Victoria Gersh, is a leadership and team coach, and she has a program right now out called Party of One, and it's basically like a support community for entrepreneurs who are kind of struggling to find a little bit of normalcy through the coronavirus um, crisis right now. So I highly suggest that you go check that out. It is on her Instagram, and I will post her all of her accounts in the show notes, so make sure that you go check her out. So I won't take up any more of your time. Um, Without further ado, here is our guest, Victoria Gersh. Okay, Victoria, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me on the show. My name is Victoria Gersh. I am a leadership and team culture coach. I help women entrepreneurs who are looking to scale their businesses through building an engaged, empowered team. Um, And that's kind of what I do now. I also do some um, accounting consulting as well. Okay. So how did you get into all of this? So when I grew up, I grew up with the idea that to be successful meant I had to have some big, fancy, modern house. And I had that dream in mind. And the whole way that I thought to get there was always taking the practical route Um, And so I went to college, I ended up studying, you know, I got there and I was in the business school and I had the chance to choose, you know, anything I wanted to do, marketing, management, finance, accounting, and I kind of immediately eliminated um, anything marketing and management because to me, it didn't seem practical. So I ended up picking accounting and kind of going through and doing you know, checking the boxes of what I needed to do. Um, I got an internship working for a big accounting firm. And then they offered me a position after I graduated, which was amazing. And it felt like, oh, great, like, that's what I'm supposed to be doing um, along this predetermined path that I selected. And I finally got to work working for this accounting firm. And I was miserable. I just didn't feel like I could speak up you know, and like stand up for myself. Um, And I started just to really get down and I would basically go to work. And when I would be done, I would come home and barely have energy to do anything I wanted to do. And I was like, I can't continue to do this. So I worked there for about two years and, you know, half 
of the time that I was there, I was like, what do I do next? And <laughs> I just got really inspired to um, figure out ways that people could be happy at work. We all spend so much time working. Um, and whenever I would ask people at work, hey, like, do you like what we're doing? Most people are like, eh, like, I don't really know what else I would be doing. And to me, I was like, that's such a sad life to live. So I started discovering how to create a really engaged workforce where people can truly be happy and truly thrive because so many of us are spending most of our times doing um, doing things at work. So do you go into a lot of workplaces? Like, do you travel to a lot of corporate offices and, and sit and train their teams or do you do things more remotely? So I do things more remotely. So um, the way that I kind of transferred out of working for the accounting firm is I actually ended up working for an online entrepreneur um, in the kind of success and business coaching space. Um, and he had a team of about 15 people and I got to help really manage and help run his team um, as well as help with operation support, setting up systems and that type of thing. Um, and that gave me the exposure to this whole new world of online business that I didn't really know about before. Um, and so basically, I also got my at the same time as working for him, I got my master's in organizational leadership. So I kind of took everything I was learning from him, as well as what I was learning in the master's program and said, you know what, I think there's so much value here in helping um, online entrepreneurs who um, you know, are doing a similar thing, um, are in a similar space and have a similar mindset versus, um, you know, going corporate. And I do think there's a lot of work that needs to be done there. But to me, it's much more empowering and impactful to work with um, people who already understand the value of a team. And, um, you know, in the online space, I feel like there's not a lot of people who are, you know, setting up the systems and setting up the um, space to have, you know, maximize online work. Um, and so for me, that was a, a need that I saw that I could definitely fill. So I work more so with online businesses, remote teams, um, and figuring out the best ways to keep them engaged. Because without that face-to-face -face contact, a lot of times it can be difficult to figure out, okay, well, how do we get them working for more than just completing these tasks? Um, so that's kind of what I help do. Isn't the online space like so amazing? Like when I started my business, like my whole family was like, you're going to train people online. Like you're going to sit at home and still do that. Like if you're not engaged fully into the online space, like it's a completely different world. I totally agree. And I think a lot of people you know, I mean, I've kind of seen and worked with different contractors who just pop in to do a little bit of work. But I even think with people like that, there's value in really, you know, showing that you appreciate and support them as people. And um, it's about more than just getting the work done. And I think that uh, businesses that can embody that, you know, valuing of people and really using this kind of heart centered leadership to put people first, even if someone's just coming in to help your business a few hours a month, um, it makes all the difference in the kind of output that they can, you know, end up doing. And um, I think it's amazing. So I really love it. Yeah. So like a little bit going off of that, like something that I've learned about myself is like, I'm finally like, like 
in my office, I, you know, use my brain and I have great, you know, communication skills with my employer and my supervisors and everything. But like in my own business, like I, it's all mine. Everything that I do is not from another person, not top down kind of situation. Have you kind of learned that the happiness levels of people who have their own businesses or work for someone, uh, you know, remotely is, is higher? I do. And so what I've found, and that's why, you know, I don't know exactly if it's just a different type of person who ends up doing, you know, online work versus someone who's working for a big corporation. I think that is part of it. But what I find is that the people who are pursuing something online are willing to take that risk um, of really finding and doing what makes them happy, even if it's not predetermined by someone else. So it it takes you know a certain kind of personality, a certain kind of discipline, a certain kind of um, person to really feel comfortable putting themselves out there like that. And I think that's why you know I love the online space because I just feel already so much more connected, which is a funny thing. Like I already feel so much more connected to these like-minded people than I did when I was sitting in an office, you know, next to a lot of these people who really didn't care like one way or another what they were doing, let alone what I was doing. And so I think like it's really special to in the online space, find people who are out there pursuing things they believe in as well as, you know, you can find amazing people who support you along the way, um, regardless of what they're doing. You know, I think you can kind of have a broader reach um, and find people who really resonate with what you're doing. Um, whereas in an office setting or in a corporate setting, it's, you know, it's all it's all about doing it for someone else or doing it for, you know, selling whatever it is. And I just think, like you're saying, when you have that ownership of it, um, it makes all the difference in your everyday life experience. So something that, well, I totally agree with you. Like it's it's outrageously different. But something that I have had a lot of questions about is like, okay, I'm not happy in my corporate setting. I don't want to leave corporate because I'm scared. But like what industry do you think is so like having your own business. And I can't think of anything that would make someone equally as happy as owning their own business and working on their own schedule in a corporate office. Like, how should I answer that question? So let's see. So people are asking, like, what would I do if I didn't do corporate? Or what's the best way to like... Like, yeah, I'm afraid to leave corporate. I'm unhappy here, but I'm afraid to leave. Like, is is my response going to initially be like, well let's find a way to make you brave or is it Mm -hmm. let's find a new corporate office that could maybe nurture you a little bit more? Okay. Well, I think that's interesting. And so, you know, I would always ask, well, why, what is it that you don't like about what you're doing right now? Is it the work itself or is it the culture? Is it, you know, the environment that you're in because somebody may enjoy the work and it could just be a wrong culture fit. Or like you're saying, I mean, I love getting really deep with pretty much everyone that I talk to (laughs) and figuring out, okay, well, what is it that you really want to be doing? Is it this work that you're doing or is there something else? You know what I mean? And I think once you get to the root of, hey, you know, I've always really wanted to do X, Y, and Z, or, you know, that's where you can start to combat some of that fear that everyone has. I mean, it's terrifying when you're like, I don't even know what I want to do or like, I think I want to do this, but I'm scared to. And I, I, I mean, 
you know, you probably have a lot of similar conversations with people where I do hear a lot of fear. And to me, it's like, most people have great ideas of I'm like, wow, like, yeah, you should go and do it. You know what I mean? Versus I feel like rarely am I ever being like, oh, well, maybe it's just the culture. But to be fair, I would, you know, always start that conversation by asking, well, what is it that you, you know, why are you having these feelings and and what's coming up and what's really behind that? Is it just, I like the work that I'm doing and I'm unhappy in this culture, which it could be. Um, And you know, what's interesting is the same fear comes up when people are looking to switch corporate jobs or looking to switch um, from one job to another um, that's not even in the online space. So I think fear actually comes up no matter what, um, just because of, you know, the, the fear of the unknown and the, you know, the stigma of, oh, you know, change is so difficult. I think that that fear ends up coming up. So no matter what someone is going to choose, it's going to come back around at least in a little bit of a way to talk about, you know, courage and bravery. And that's another thing that I wholeheartedly believe in is, especially, you know, as a leadership coach, that is what you need to pull out of people is, is that courageous, the courageousness to take risks and, and be willing to fail and not see failure as, you know, something to be feared, but, you know, something where you can definitely learn from it, um, as well as just normalizing it so that fear, I mean, failure is a normal thing. It's part of growth. It's part of learning. It's part of figuring out, hey, do I like this place or do I not? Do I want to go here or do I not? Let's adjust, try something new. And if I fail, that's okay. And I think that is also what people are so scared of is if I switch jobs or if I go and I try this thing and I fail, you know, they take it upon themselves to mean that's that means I'm a failure instead of saying, hey, this thing didn't go as well. Yeah, I, I may have failed at this one particular thing. That doesn't mean I'm a failure. I can learn from that and try again. And I think, you know, there's just a combination, long story short, of having to face those fears as well as really figure out what that person wants. So, um, you know, I could talk about this piece of it forever. I, I love digging into, well, what's holding you back and, and, and what are you really wanting to do? And, um, you know, I'm sure you're the same way, but (laughs) question, I think, yeah, a lot of it is around, you know, figuring out how can we overcome that fear? And I think that like a lot of it, I mean, you talk a lot about the why, which we'll come back to that because that's basically the whole reason that we're here today. But like, I think a lot of it is like, people are afraid to be in a space where they're vulnerable. And I think that people make for lack of a better term, this is kind of a negative, this has a negative connotation, but like they're afraid to be vulnerable and they're making excuses on they don't have time to be vulnerable. You know, like I have to go to work every day. I can't, you know, dig into something that makes me truly happy. Like I have to supply, you know, food and a house for my family. Like all of those things are kind of roadblocks for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And just like in a timely manner right now, I think that this whole coronavirus thing, like people are quarantined. And I've been noticing on my Facebook groups that I'm parts of, which you're part of them too, like people are really like digging into their own passions and like learning about themselves because they have nothing else to do. They can't leave their homes. I know. It's another beautiful thing. It's beautiful. People are like, it's amazing. Like they, I saw a post today this morning that this lady was like, I've been drawing all morning. Like I've just been drawing and just learning about like what I like and sitting in a space 
of my own. Yeah. And getting creative and like figuring out something to do. And hopefully that's just pulling people towards what they want to be doing, which finally they have some time and space to do. I love it. It's, I mean, you know, obviously with the virus and everything, there's a lot of, you know, serious implications, but like you're saying with people who have more time, it's like, okay, well, what are we going to do with our time today? What are we going to do? Exactly. And it gives the people who maybe are thinking of, hey, you know, I've always been wanting to do this, the space and the time to do it, which is awesome. I know. I've been, I've just been so inspired by that. I just thought I'd bring that up, especially like, you know, this podcast will live forever, whether we like it or not. <laughs> um, and it's kind of just a, an interesting piece of current events right now that people are, are digging in. Their corporate space is shut down and they're at home and what more is there to do? Exactly. People have to get creative and, and, and I, you know, in that way, I really like the, the space and time it's allowing people as well as, you know, bringing it back to a lot of these other creative options for figuring out work. Um, I think it's, it's pushing people to go work remotely and work online and work from home. And, and that's, I think a thing of the, you know, future too. I think, Finally, it's kind of giving a reason to get more people working from home and and giving some more flexibility. And um, I think there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of longer term implications once, you know, companies have the infrastructure to support people working from home. I'm I'm curious to see if that sticks around. Yeah, so am I. My husband and I talk about it all the time. We think that education will change. The corporate space will change. Like everything will just be completely different. And and I think that in, in the end, it'll make people happier. Agreed, agreed. So let's get down to your why. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me your why. Yeah. So I do what I do because I want people to be happy at work. I want people to be pursuing things that they believe in. I believe that anyone can make the most of their situation, but when you're in an environment that helps you do that, you're going to thrive. And so you know, I just remember myself sitting in a windowless office, eating takeout meals day after day, working for this huge corporation, being miserable. And I do what I do, one, to help the people who are in that situation, and two, make sure that organizations create cultures where people can be happy, where people don't have to feel, you know, kind of trapped. Um, I believe that workplaces are where we spend most of the day. And Therefore, we should create them so that people can be engaged and and happy and and bring their whole self to work. And like you're saying, this fear of vulnerability, I actually, I wholeheartedly believe in being vulnerable um, at work and the power of vulnerability um, across the board, but especially in a work environment. I think, you know, having the courage, like we're talking about, to be vulnerable to be willing to fail. Um, that's why I do what I do. I want people to feel comfortable taking risks. And to me, that's where all the growth happens. So I am just all about creating workplaces where people don't have to hide anything, where people are comfortable speaking up when it's scary or when you know they have something, you know, they want to share how they really feel. I remember you know, I had a rough day at work and I went to the bathroom and I was like, you know, crying a little bit. And I walked back into the room and nobody said anything to me. Like the rest of the day, I just went back to my computer and kept on working. Like everything was fine. And to me, it's like, that's not what life's about. Um, To me, I do what I do because I believe in 
you know, creating connection. I believe that's why we're all here is to connect with each other. And so that's a big piece of what I do. And to create that connection, it takes being vulnerable, it takes courage, and it takes creating a workplace purposefully, where these things um, can, you know, be encouraged can be um, brought out through creating, you know, systems um, and incorporating fun. And so a big part of what I do is, you know, one, creating efficient systems that support, um, you know, feedback systems. And I think a lot of what we see in business are these, you know, these computer systems that help us run our businesses, which is all great and good. But what I really focus on and what I truly believe in is the human system and figuring out ways to make, you know, a team the most efficient that they can be, as well as empowering them to really step out of their shell, take ownership for what they're doing, and then to be completely engaged throughout the whole process, to have fun, to create and inject fun into business um, with purpose so that, you know, it's not just like, oh, today was a fun day because someone brought in donuts. It's like, no, <laughs> we have a constant way that we're injecting fun into business because that's how it should be. It should be fun. And it does take effort. And that's why I do what I do, because I want to spread the message that being at work should be fun. You should be able to be vulnerable. And in the meantime, make a ton of money and serve your clients. And I think, you know, we don't have to settle for, oh, I have my work life and I have my home life and, you know, that's it. And I go to work, I do my nine to five, I come home, like then I have my family, whatever it is. It's, hey, you know, we're at work and today I had this crazy thing happen with one of my kids. And, um, you know, you come to work and you share those stories. And through that, my why, back to my why, is creating connection. And so um, I just am all about building that connection at work and helping uh, business owners, especially with remote teams um, who don't get that face-to-face time, create the system, structures, processes to incorporate um, people at the front line to um, you know keep them engaged and keep them happy and create places where people can truly thrive. So I think that's amazing. So just in case we have any listeners that are looking to kind of transform themselves onto the online space, um, do you have any clients that are currently looking for remote employees? Yeah. So I think that is the beauty of it. A a lot of employers are looking for remote employees. um, And I think, you know, anyone who has a skill who's thinking about, hey, you know, can I take this online? I definitely think it's worth even, you know, I mean, there's a lot of platforms where uh, you can find contracting work. And I think that's a decent place to start. But even starting to, you know, promote what you do and what you believe in on social media, like that's how you'll get exposure, you'll connect with people, which is, you know, again, like that's, that's what I think the power of social is, oh, you can connect with people who are like minded. So sharing what you believe in and the, you know, the power that you have is a great place to start if you're thinking to, you know, transfer into the online space and into the online world. I think that's so true. Um, That's just something that I've learned so recently is like literally you're in a Facebook group with other entrepreneurs or you're in a group. People are like, I need a VA. I need a graphic designer. Like I need all of these things. There's constantly work to be done and it's, and it's fun. Like you're saying, like you're engaging in something that you love 
and you're working for someone that you trust and you can do it from the comfort of your home. Yeah. And that's what it's all about because then you can say, all right, clap your hands. Work is done. What do I get to do for myself? What do I want to do? You know, that's outside of work. And I think that's the huge piece too, is it's not all about, you know, I do believe creating purposeful work and and spending your time doing that. But I also believe in let's enjoy this life that we have. And yes, we may be quarantined in the near future, <laughs> but again, it, it gives us a chance to get creative and, and explore some things that we might not have been doing before. So that's the other huge piece that I, I do truly believe in is yes, let's make work as good as we can. And then let's enjoy the life that we do have and the time that, you know, working from home and, and, you know, you know, we all work hard still, but the time that you are able to have without commuting and that type of thing, it really allows you to have that freedom, um, to organize your life however you want, which is a beautiful thing. I think so too. Well, Victoria, thank you so much for coming today. Um, I think that the pajama pack community is going to thrive off of this episode and we'll have lots of inquiries about, you know, now I want to work from my living room, you know, um, do it. So thank you. Yeah, (laughs) do it. Do it. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It was great talking with you today. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Victoria. If you have any questions about the work that she does or you're wanting to inquire about becoming a remote um, employee for someone or maybe you're thinking about going out and starting something of your own, please, please, please reach out to her. She's a great resource to have. Like I said, all of her information is in the show notes. All right, well, I've got a very special guest for you next week, so please make sure to tune in and I will see you on Sunday. (music) 